Welcome to Pull the Shoot, our weekly podcast where we talk to business owners, C-level executives, and experts from around the world. Our goal, to help as many businesses as possible grow to the next level. It's our hope that by interviewing these business leaders and hearing how they built their culture and their company, that you might gain insight on ways to help you be a better leader and provide a better culture for your people. Our mission is to change the top-down mentality of leadership and help others to create and implement a transformational leadership style that is uplifting, supportive, and appreciative towards your people. We believe if you grow your people, you'll grow your company. I'm your host, Jeff Cecil, and this is episode four. You're trying to take your company to the next level. In order to do that, you need to bring one or two people on and get them trained. But you need to close the next client before that can happen. But when it does happen, you won't have the resources to support the client. It's the classic chicken or egg paradox. So what do you do? Well, today's guest is Brittany Flavel. She is the regional managing partner for Jay Galt Finance Suite. And she's going to talk to us about leveraging business credit as a way to get a line of credit to support your business through those growth spurts. Brittany, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So Brittany, uh, I got to tell you, it's really ironic um, that we're doing this show right now. I literally just finished up a meeting right before this interview with you where I talked to a gentleman and he's caught where he knows he needs to grow the company. He wants to grow the company. He feels like he can't close it or grow it until he closes that next client. But when he does, then he's going to be scrambling like crazy to try and figure out how to support that client. Um, I really feel like your timing of this, what you do is amazing. So, you know, I, I think for our listeners and, and for me too, I'd like to learn more about that. Tell us, you know, what is business credit? Why is it different than I'm assuming a personal line of credit and how does it all work? Yeah. So um, business credit is built off the company's EIN, so their employer identification number. And it's similar to personal credit in that you would build your personal credit off of your social security number. So I like to tell my clients, kind of think of it like the business's social security number. Um, A business is supposed to be completely separate from its owner. So it should function like essentially like its own person. Um, And I have quite a few contractor clients. So I I usually tell the story of if you had a 30-year-old son, do you want him staying at your house all the time? Or would you want him able to buy his own house? And they're like, well, yeah, I want him to buy his own house. And I'd say, okay, well, do you want to pay for his house and put that on your credit? Do you want to have to buy his truck? Do you want to have to buy his food, um, his towels, all those things? And they're like, of course not. So that's kind of the same thing. Your business should have its own credit so that when you need to go refinance your house, your credit isn't all used up by the business's needs because you finance that work truck on your personal credit instead of using your EIN and, and true business credit to then qualify for things like fleet loans and lines of credit and commercial, you know, commercial real estate loans and all those different products. That's interesting. I love, I love your analogy, by the way. That's perfect. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. You know, I have daughters and, and boy, I, I wanted them out when they were, you know, in their early twenties. So right. imagine the 30. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, that, that's great. So what's the process here now? So, you know, again, I, you know, for years I've always, heard that, you know, you got to go get an SBA loan and you personally guarantee it and all this other stuff. So, um, you know, 
how do you, how do you build up that credit and, and how does that work? Talk to us about that. Right. So just like personal credit, there's three business credit reporting bureaus. There's Dun and Bradstreet, there's Experian, and there's Equifax. And your credit profile for the business has to be consistent across all of those. So you need to make sure they have the correct address, that they have the correct phone number. Um, and then there's about 125 total points that you have to have consistent information on for you to qualify for those lenders that deal only in business credit and actually report positive credit back to the bureaus. So that could look like um, majority of them require you to have a business phone number registered to the business. You can forward it to your cell phone, but they wanna see that you have a real phone number for the business and that it's listed in 411.com. Um, they'd like to see a website. They'd like to see that you have an email address at your website domain. So not like functioning off of a Gmail or a Yahoo or one of those different ones. Um, and the purpose for all those things is that they, they look at you with your business credit score more as a credit risk rating. Or do you look risky? Does it look like this is a part-time gig and you could go out of business tomorrow? Or do you have an address and a phone number and a website? And kind of all those fundamentals that would make you a strong business really trying to succeed in today's market. So once you have all those pieces together, then you can qualify for what's called tier one products. There's actually four tiers of business credit. Okay. And to get to tier four, you'd have to start with tier one. It has to be reporting to those bureaus. And then tier two products will say, hey, you did pretty good with tier one. So we're gonna go ahead and offer you some credit from tier two. And then you go, same difference going to tier three, and eventually you end up at tier four products, which are like fleet accounts or lines of credit, or I mean, I mean, all kinds of different things. And the funny part is most of my clients um, will go, I already have a Home Depot account. And I'll say, well, do you? Or do you have a personally guaranteed business account because you walked into Home Depot and that's the card you got? There's a totally separate company that actually gives out the corporate Home Depot card that you don't ever personally guarantee and rides just off your EIN. But it's not something you would know about or even know to ask about. Um, and unless you know who the separate company is, you, you wouldn't be able to accomplish that. So I help them build it strategically. It takes about 10 to 12 months and they have to be kind of you know diligent. They gotta give me an hour of their time once a month in, in a program. Um, but by the end of it, they will qualify for at minimum a $50,000 line of credit, which is okay. excellent. Yeah. Right. And is that a tier one or is that a tier four? That'd be a tier four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At the tier one level, is there a, a line of credit that they can qualify for? It wouldn't look like a line of credit. That would be like a vendor account. So things like, um, you know, like maybe a marathon or a Murphy USA, um, a gas card. It would look like a corporate gas card, though. So not like you walked into Shell and you got their business gas card. It's a different product and a different company. Um, but yes, so like they start out with gas cards and then there's um, a couple other options in there. Um, 
off the top of my head. Um, I'm totally not recalling at the moment, but um, I have several, I work with 1,079 lenders that actually do report. So um, we just make sure that they choose from those. That Home Depot account is actually in the tier ones. So that's a great thing if they're a contractor. Um, yeah. So that's interesting. So um, the, the key number I want to reiterate there, you said 10 to 12 months uh, mm-hmm. to, to get to that, that uh, line. So that's cool. What, um, you know, what's, how do they rate? Is it similar to your personal credit? Like, is it a score of like, you know, between five and 700 or 800, or is it completely different for a business? So it's totally different. So your personal score actually can range from 350 to 850. Um, and there's actually some auto lenders out there that go to like 900 for an auto score. Oh. In business credit, your rating is from zero, like you don't have any established up to 100, which would be perfect business credit. Um, and then there's some other points of difference. So um, with personal credit, you could pay on time or up to like, you know, 29 days later, as long as it's before the next due date, and you're really mm-hmm. not going to harm your personal credit. Um, and it'll, it'll continue to go up. If you really want to see business credit build fast, you need to pay it at minimum two weeks before the due date. Okay. So that's a real key. Um, for them to see, okay, they used this and now they've paid it off two weeks before and your score starts to go up dramatically from that point. Okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah. The, um, the process for going through this kind of describe, so, you know, obviously you get those 125 points that you were talking about. We got to get that all done first. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you do the tier one, you get the gas cards. I'm assuming tier two gives you, you know, just more and more. Um, but is it... Uh, like you, how often do they meet with you personally? Um, you said once a hour, an hour, once a month, or is it more than that? So it can, it's totally up to the client. Um, we actually have a credit analyst that works with the client and they hold their hand through the process because business owners are busy and they yeah. don't necessarily have time to devote to something like that. Um, but I like to use like a reference back to personal credit. I, I could tell you, Jeff, to go over to your Capital One and, you know, input your new higher income for the year so that they give you a larger credit line within the next two weeks. And now your debt to income looks better. But I can't go over and log into your Capital One for you and do all that. Yeah. Right? right. So, it's a, yeah, it's the same thing for the business owner. They're going to have to do the applications for these. Um, Jill will get on a Zoom with them or a phone call, or I'm always there to help them too and walk them through that application process um, so that they're keep moving the ball along. And then Jill can see where they're at too. So she could say, hey, I, I saw you finish step two. Let's, let's schedule a time to do step three and just kind of cues them because if they aren't successful, then I'm not doing my job. Um, so I want to see them be super successful. And um, we had a client who was uh, owned a trucking company and she went from like no business credit to she ended up at a $750,000 line of credit, which was wow. amazing, right? And that right. gave her the ability to buy five new trucks to put on the road and drastically changed her whole business's world and all without her being personally liable for anything. That's great. That's great. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. So why did you get into this? Why did you get into business credit? How yeah. So, 
So I had like an aha moment one day. I was uh, sitting at the bank and this client came in um, to my office because at the time we didn't have a branch manager there. So I, I looked like the branch manager who's sitting in the glass office. Um, I was the senior relationship banker, um, but by no means the branch manager. And he came in waving a piece of paper and he said, you just gave me a $25,000 line of credit on an LLC that I don't even own anymore. And he was like, I have my corporation. I've had it for 10 years. I have employees. I have a warehouse. I have vehicles. And you guys will not even lend me a dime on my business credit card. Like, I can't even get a business credit card from you. Like, what's wrong with you people? And it dawned on me, like, there is some huge disconnect between um, businesses issuing business credit and those business owners wanting to get it. And like, how do they get it? And I went on this really ravenous um, search because I, I, it dawned on me also that if I could positively affect a business owner's credit profile and help them in that financial piece, then that would obviously trickle down to their personal. So I could really make the biggest impact with my help from the business side. Um, and I eventually came across um, what Jay Galt Finance Suite was doing um, and took their franchise opportunity. And I was just, um, I was just enlightened because everything was transparent. So all the lenders we work with, they actually give their underwriting requirements and my client can click on them and read them and know exactly that, you know, like even from a prideful standpoint, like I'm going to get approved and not feel bad that they're going to, you know, not approve me. They know for a fact they'll be approved before they ever even apply. And like, that's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. You know, yeah. being, you know, you and I are in a similar um, facet here with businesses, you know, being able to help businesses grow. Uh, is key. That's what, that's what that's what pull the shoots all about, and and you know it sounds like that's what you're all about. Um, it's just yeah, helping businesses yeah. kind of grow, and and the finance side of it is is one of those places where they just get stuck. Yes. Right? Well, it's like a business can be. They could have the uh, all these clients wanting them, but if they can't duplicate themselves as an owner by hiring more people to do those things. They, they are actually limited in what they're able to make. And it's usually a situation like what your client's going through. They need the money to hire the new person and have some time training them to then be able to duplicate themselves to take in twice as much more money, right. which, which will work out in the business's you know, good graces. It'll be great for them. But there, it's like a, it's just a weird, funky growth period. Um, and there, it's always difficult. That's usually when a client will try to go to the bank and get some kind of line of credit or, um, sure. some, or an SBA loan and they get turned down and they have no idea why. And the banker doesn't know why. I, I mean, to their credit, we're not taught that stuff. So when I was in banking, they didn't teach me anything about business credit. Um, and that was like frustrating because I could get somebody with their, on their personal side, we could figure it out. We could fix it. I could call the underwriters, and, you know, they're not allowed to tell you anything, but they'd say, well, I can't tell you anything, but here's a little sentence of why they got declined. Yeah. Right. So if I called like five times, I had a paragraph of why they right. got declined. <laughs> yeah. When I called on business stuff, it was like, nobody knew anything. They didn't know because all they were seeing was a risk rating and they didn't even know the underwriting requirements for our own bank. 
So if the risk rating was too low because they had no established business credit, guess what? It looks like they're going bankrupt tomorrow to the bank. So they're not going to lend you anything. Yeah, so frustrating. I I, I just can't imagine. And, you know, I think I've been there myself and, you know, with with clients and and people that I'm working with, you know, again, the gentleman I was talking to this morning, you know, he's frustrated because he's right there. Um, right. But, but one of the keys, though, uh, for, for our listeners is to remember it, it does take 10 to 12 months. So, you know, yes. jump on this as soon as you can, um, whether you need the line of credit or not. I think from a business standpoint, right, it should really make a huge difference for your business overall. Yeah. So I had a I had a guy recently. Um, he was a roofing client and he's doing really, really great. He's got like super high cash flow and um we were just having a conversation. He said, I don't need business credit. I've got plenty of cash to pay for everything. And I've got all these trade lines and vendor lines of credit and I'm fine. And I said, oh, okay, that's fine. I mean, I'm not going to press the issue. I know from a liability standpoint, like he's going to kill himself, but he wasn't ready for that. Um, So he ended up calling me back and he said, I'm wrong. I owe you an apology. I spoke to my mentor that sold this crane company the other day for, you know, $2 million. And we were discussing business credit. And the crane guy actually told me that he went to set up a scrapyard in the city and the city issued him a permit while the zoning guy was out on vacation. And he went into his property that he owned. And he starts doing all the infrastructure for his scrapyard because there's certain rules and regulations to that. And the zoning guy came back in and the crane guys got hundreds of thousands of dollars now invested in this piece of property. And the zoning guy finally got wind that he was issued that permit. And he goes, you can't, it's not zoned for that. You can't do that. You have to cease and desist. Thanks. Well, what is the guy supposed to do? Yeah, like right. And he was arguing, well, I have this permit, you know, so he ended up spending almost every bit of his personal money and every bit of money coming into his business to be able to pay for lawyers to go back after the city and then push it up to the Supreme Court. And he nearly bankrupted his business. And so that's what he had told my young roofer client. He said, you, you don't know that you're going to need it. You just need to have it available. And if you found somebody who can build it that fast and that strategically to where you actually arrive at a decent amount of business credit in a 10 to 12 month period, to like, don't be silly to go do that. That would have saved me and my business. And I wouldn't have been, you know, having trouble sleeping at night over my lawsuit. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Crazy stories, but you know what? It, it, it happens every day, right? To businesses. Yes, you know, and, and that's the thing. We, we just, we don't have the crystal ball. So to have that backup just in case is, is a smart thing to do if you're, if you're in business. Absolutely. Talk to us about some of the myths that you've encountered about business credit here. You know, I, I know there's a few of them out there, but kind of talk to me. Yes. About them. Yeah. So, um, so the myths would be like, um, well, the bank, I just have to be in business for two years and then I'll have business credit. That's not a real thing. Um, you could file your LLC or your S corp or your C corp today, and we could start building your business credit tomorrow. There are some, you know, vendors and trade lines and, um, you know, credit companies out there that are offering credit. They might have a requirement that you have to have two years or one year, or it might look like six months or they don't care at all. Um, a great product is like Uline. Everybody gets that Uline catalog yep. in the mail. 
they'll give you business credit right away that actually reports back. Oh, wow. And all you have to do is input your little customer number um, on from the back of the catalog and they'll open up a nice little account for you. You charge at least $50 and then you pay it off and then it starts building your business credit. It's great. It doesn't touch all the bureaus. So it's not, it's not a complete profile, but it definitely starts things off. Um, the other myth I would say is that everyone says, well, I've got this supply line, this trade line, I have business credit. Okay, well, less than 7% are actually reporting. Are you sure they're reporting? And they'll say, well, yeah, they told me they report. So then you actually have to ask, are they reporting positive credit or do they only report negative credit? Oh, wow. Generally speaking, they don't pay to report positive credit, so they're not doing it. So um, another thing would be someone tells me like, oh, I have a business credit card. I definitely have business credit. You have always personally guaranteed a bank product. I don't care if it's a line of credit, a business credit card. I mean, any of those products you personally guaranteed. So they're actually using your personal credit to oh, wow. um, function off of. And it works for people because they think, well, I've, you know, they think because it says business credit card, it's business right. credit. And it's not because you can go and get one and not, you know, not even have a business credit score because they're just looking at how you do things personally. Um, so there's quite a few, there's quite a few myths in there. And I'm, I'm happy to educate anybody who just wants to understand things better. Um, I'm happy to give that education away because I think that everybody, every business owner needs to understand all those things and have like a true grasp of it. Sure. Not just what they heard their banker say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, we'll um, I'll include all your contact information uh, in the notes for the podcast. So when we release okay, cool. awesome. to reach out to you. So sure. Um, one final question. Uh, any tips or tricks that you might have learned over the last uh, little bit of time here that you might be able to hand out to our clients or our uh, listeners? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, so just kind of take a look at things. Definitely make sure you have a website, even if it's um, a three-page website or a single-page website, you really need to have that. You need to own the domain name. Um, make sure you have an email at your domain name. Um, definitely, as soon as you become a business owner, go to Dun and & Bradstreet and apply for your Dunn's number because okay. they are the largest business credit reporting bureau. And if you don't apply for the number and basically request it, you're nothing you do will ever be reporting to them. So that's kind of like secondary to getting your EIN. You want to apply for your DUNS number. And how long um, does that take normally? Uh, they do it pretty instantly. So when I did it myself for my business, um, it took them about 48 hours to email okay. it to me. Yeah. And then you also want to make sure that your information's consistent everywhere. So you want to log into your Experian business Experian or your business Equifax. Um, and you want to make sure that if you've moved over the years or if your business, um, you know, your lease location changed, it's really important to make sure your address is the same everywhere, that the phone number is the same everywhere. And that, um, you know, if you got married and your name changed, make sure your name's the same everywhere because you want to look really consistent and stable to any of those sure. credit, you know, grantors out there who are going to look at your profile. 
And so when it comes to the other two uh, credit bureaus, do you have to apply with them as well? You actually don't. You can, um, we like to say, uh, automagically <laughs> um, end up with some scores in there if some of the vendors you're using happen to report. Um, I did have one client who was in business for about 11 years as a remodel contractor. And he, um, he arrived at a business experience score because one of those like little um, vendors that do like the music while your phone is ringing. <laughs> yeah, they were actually reporting positively for him back to the experience. So, um, so you don't have to go and get a number from them, but you definitely need to log in and make sure they have the right address for you and the right phone number. Um, same thing with, with your DUNS. When I went to get my DUNS, it picked up a handyman who used to live in the home before I bought it. Wow. So it was like, we know who you are. You're Joe Handyman. And I was like, whoa, I'm definitely not Joe Handyman. <laughs> and if I hadn't corrected that, that's what the DUNS number would have been reflecting just because of the address. So it's, it's a pretty big deal to just stay on top of your business credit profile on, on all fronts. Very cool. Awesome. Well, you know, Brittany, thank you so much for your time today and for educating us on business credit. I think a lot of our listeners are, are going to be uh, eye-opening about that and they're, they're uh, yes. reaching out and maybe uh, trying to find out more. I think it's a great thing to look at. And again, it's, it's maybe not necessary all the time, but um, it's a good backup to have in place. It's definitely like a good insurance piece. And you're so welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. Well, thanks to everyone. Um, we're excited that you were listening to the show today and uh, we look forward to the next show. In the meantime, stay safe and be healthy.